Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Marea Fishing. Sorry it's been a little while since I've connected here, but life's been busy. <laughs> so, um, but I wanted to hop back on here. I want to talk to you guys about something special. I've been kind of holding back on this, but we've had a couple uh, recent inquiries more about it, and that's slow pitch jigging. Tonight, I want to dive into the light tackle side of things. Okay, it's not something that's talked about too much. I definitely wanted to bring some light to it. I think it's awesome. It's one of the funnest things that I enjoy doing nowadays. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into it, talk about the rods, the reels, the gear, the tackle, everything that you need to know to kind of get into this. So I've been jigging in general for 20 plus years. Okay, got into the slow pitch thing uh, maybe over 10 years ago, and this whole light tackle um micro jigging or just light jigging thing I've gotten into in the last few years um, more so maybe the last five years but more on like fishing I guess natural bucktails and um, you know like rubber skirted jigs stuff like that um, but I got into this you know throwing the slow pitch and applying the slow pitch jigging that I do deep water I wanted to bring similar jigs to that like that into the shallow water because I'm sure it would work just as well, if not more effectively. Um, so I started doing that and I started just murdering the fish. N not literally, but just they, they were very receptive to it. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Little snapper, grunts, um, little grouper, you know, uh, jacks, blue runners, bonita, you, you name it. I mean, little blackfin, anything that you could run across that's eating little baits, you know, or they're eating little peltrum, something that looks like a peltrum, a mullet, a sardine, a pinfish, that, that's, you know, then you're in the game. That's, that's what you need to be using. Um, and these little slow pitch jigs and these micro jigs are just deadly for this man. Um, it's cool because it's not bulky, okay, and you're listening, you're listening the, the response from the fish. Like, you're, you're creating the bite. You're not just waiting out there, soaking a bait, you know, live bait, or, you know, just a chunk bait, and waiting for snapper or grouper to eat it. Yeah, that, that works well. I mean, it's still a staple, but uh, I guess once you're a jigging junkie, it's, it's hard to go back. <coughs> so... Um, the typical setup that you're going to want for, for this is going to be, I mean, just a, a light spinning reel. You can get started with that. Uh, I've got a Saltis 3000 uh, MQ. Awesome reel. I think it's a little over a couple hundred bucks. Uh, you can't skimp on this, okay? You don't want to get the highest end reel, but you want to get something that has kick-ass gearing, like solid gears, okay? Really good drag systems because, God forbid, you hook a fish that you want to bring home for dinner. You want to bring them on deck, and you actually want to get them to the boat. You don't want you don't want your gear to fail on you. So spend spend a little bit of money on it. Okay, um, it's it's going to be worth your while. You'll enjoy it more too. You know, if you have some some quality gear, um, and it's got to have a good drag system. Okay, that's that's also a priority. Um, you want to match that that size reel up to uh, a rod about six six maybe even seven foot, but rated anywhere between 30 to 80, 90 grams, somewhere in there. That's kind of the sweet spot. So that's, I don't know, maybe a, a quarter of an ounce to maybe two ounces or just over two ounces uh, conversion. Okay. 
Um, so not we're not talking real heavy stuff here. Remember, we're fishing water anywhere between 30 feet to maybe 100, 90, 100 feet. And there, a lot of this water that you're going to be fishing is, is going to be influenced by the tides. It's definitely tide driven because you're going to be fishing a lot of coastal waters. So that's where you're going to need a variety of jigs depending on what stage of the tide that you're fishing when you're out there, uh, you're going to have to adjust. Okay. The style of jigs that you're going to want um, are a lot of these, what they call, I mean, Shimano named them flat fall jigs years ago. Uh, I've heard the name leaf, leaf jigs or kind of a flutter style jig, um, more flat sided for sure. And a lot of them have like scoops and little carvings in them now, which allow the jig to kind of dart around a little bit more and dance in the water column and flutter. You definitely want the jig to flutter. You don't want it to just kind of you know, fall off the tip of your rod and go straight down and not have any action as it's falling. Because a lot of the times you're getting that bite on the drop. Uh, those guys that, that jig fish will understand exactly what I say. Um, that's a lot of times your, your line will slack up. So you got to be paying attention, you know, as your line's peeling off the spool and make sure that, you know, it, it just it doesn't slack up like, you know, before hitting the bottom leave it at that um, the type of line that you want to use on this setup is going to be braided line there's no game for monofilament in this okay you want braided line um, there's there's a couple braids that I would I would strongly recommend I'm a big fan of the Daiwa J braid always have been um, since it came out it's got just they have an awesome um, weave process the color doesn't really come off you know they their, their dye process stays on on the, uh, the line pretty good. Uh, it's got good abrasion resistance for the most part, and it's easy to tie. It's, it ties nicely. Uh, the other one that just just coming out is Mustad. Came out with some slow pitch jigging braid, which is pretty cool stuff. You might want to check that out. But uh, whatever you pick, you're going to stick between let's say eight pound braid and up to maybe 20 at the most. Remember, this is light, light tackle stuff, guys. Um, so that's gonna be your spectrum, say six or eight, all the way to 20. Reason being, a lot of those braided lines, their breaking strength, their tensile breaking strength is almost double. So like six is gonna break closer to like 12. Um, 10 closer to 20, 20 closer to 40. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's pretty pretty strong, indestructible stuff. Um, I mean, for God's sakes, a lot of this braided line is what they use uh, those filaments in bulletproof vests. So um, very strong stuff. Also, uh, you need to fine tune your knot skills when you're tying this for your connections. The leader portion that you're going to be uh, running on the on these setups is going to be a. I would prefer fluorocarbon. Okay, I would definitely suggest fluorocarbon um, just because the water clarity, you're fishing clear water, so that fluorocarbon is going to help a little bit. Um, unless it's in maybe an outgoing tide, then it doesn't really matter too much. But um, fluorocarbon is, is still going to be beneficial because it also has some abrasive properties that are going to help you, you know, help you maneuver the fish away from the structure a little easier. So. And the fluorocarbon you're going to want to use um, anywhere between, let's say, 30 to maybe 50 at the most, somewhere in there. Um, 
you're going to want to fine-tune your knot skills. There's two knots that you really need to dial in if you're going to get into the slow-pitch jigging stuff. First one, the FG. You've heard it before, okay? Um, I still use it. It's definitely not my favorite now, though. My go-to nowadays is the PR knot. I've been using that one for a while now. Uh, it's just su it's super, super easy to do and pretty quick. And I think it even has a smaller profile than, than the FG. So get either one of those down. Um, just get comfortable with tying them. If you're going to get into this, they're both low profile. And it's a knot that's going to allow the line to shoot through your guides while you're jigging. And if you have to reel, you know, the, uh, the knot past the tip, um, this is the, the style of knot that will allow you to do that without sacrificing, you know, busting your knot or whatnot. So whatnot that's funny um, but that's um you, you're gonna need to know those knots okay um you're gonna need to figure out the style of jigs that are gonna work for the area that you're fishing i prefer um or stick to jigs that look like the bait fish in the area so i'm a big believer in match the hatch okay i don't kind of Beer towards a lot of crazy colors in general, especially with clear water and shallower water, right? You're fishing shallower water. So um, something that looks like a little pilchard, a sardine, a pinfish, a uh, barjack, even a shrimp, a little baby octopus, anything like that. Anything you're going to find uh, along the reefs, you know, the reef edge um, or out there coastal in the, in the coastal waters, that's, that's the kind of jig that you want to mimic, you know, the patterns. So stick to that. Um, that'll put you in a good place to, to stay connected with these fish. And again, um, the reason I, I like this so much is because anybody can do it, man. I mean, literally anybody can do it and it's, it's not very cumbersome. You can go out there with your dad, say your dad's, you know, 67 years old and can't lift you know a heavy broomstick grouper rod loaded with you know 10 ounce lead and you know a half a bonita slab to get down to where the grouper are but he can pick up a light tackle micro jig slow pitch setup and still catch snapper grouper jacks grunts little black fin whatever and have just as much fun maybe even more because he's catching a variety of fish as well right while he's doing it keep that in mind on the flip side if you take your kids out or other family members they haven't done anything it's active fishing that's my point it's active fishing okay you're not just waiting for the bait to you know to get eaten you're making the fish come to you by making the bait work so to speak right so that's pretty much the the micro jigging um setups that you're gonna you're gonna need something like that um as far as locating the right structure and what you're gonna do uh i typically would fish like the first hour hour and a half of the incoming tides around you know areas where there's going to be a lot of structure you know you know there's a lot of bait fish in the area or a lot of life and then on the flip side with the tide um the last hour hour and a half on that switch might might turn on the bite as well so keep that in mind you know when you're out there because um, again this is more coastally tide driven fishing so that's definitely going to affect on how the fish cooperate so to speak okay 
Um, now, one one last thing I wanted to talk about the jigs themselves and the rigging. Okay, when you rig one of these jigs, you're you're gonna rig them um, in a unique way. All right, at least the I found that this works the best for me. I don't lose as many jigs. Okay, I'm gonna rig a stainless steel split ring, 50 pound to 75 pound on the eye, on the top eye of the jig, right? And then I'm gonna run uh, a tandem hook setup. Size hooks are gonna range from a size four to maybe an eight, again, depending on the manufacturers and who makes them. Um, the Dyneema that's attached, that's probably gonna be 100 pound to 150, 200 pound breaking strength, some, somewhere in there. But it's gonna be a tandem hook on the top eye, right? On the bottom, it's gonna be a single Dyneema strand, right? Same, same line rating, 150 to 200 pound, whatever I said. And then um, the, the hook size, the same as the top ones, but it's gonna be a single hook. Reason being, when the jig falls, okay, and it flutters down, that bottom part, when you're retrieving it, it's only gonna have one hook. So it's gonna be less likely to snag on any coral heads or rocks or whatnot. You're limiting your chances of getting snagged by 50%. That's the way I look at it. Just simple, you know, logic, right? But you're also not eliminating your hookup ratio because you still have a hook there, right? So the fish eats the bottom, you could still hook them. So again, just a little practical thinking on the rigging, all right? Keep that in mind. Um, let me know how this works out for you guys, okay? Uh, I'm really excited about this whole light tackle jigging thing. I think this is gonna be the new trend. Um, if it hasn't started hitting already, I mean, it's something I've been doing for a while already and it's, it's awesome. And you'll have a lot of fun doing it, you know? You can expose it to, to some of your friends that haven't tried it or yourself and see, see what, what kind of fun you can have. Um, we appreciate you very much for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, like us on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, we've got a TikTok channel. We've had that going for a little while now. We're on YouTube as well. If you haven't checked out our videos there, please check them out. Um, and we appreciate you so much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Stay tuned for the next one. God bless. See ya.